no. But I will not stand for this, Brian. sir. I will not I, stand for this, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I will not tolerate. You shall not pass. You shall not Look, pass with this, Brian. Hey, what's good, folks? It's your boy, the Bowman12L, a.k.a. the Fanatic, a.k.a. Black Aquaman, a.k.a. 12 Leaders, a.k.a. Bowman12L. You're joining us for the 27th, 23rd edition of the Slam Bros Show. As always, I'm joined by my main man, the Fanatic. No, I'm the Fanatic. I'm joined by my main man, the Skeptic, the Champ, Illawasi. What's good? What up, Bowman? What up, Bowman? What's going on, Slam Bros? We hope you had a great WrestleMania weekend. And because, you know, we're from the South, we say wrestle. Rock with it. We go to wrestling shows. Slam Bros Mania went hard. What up with you? Uh, Shout out to the fam. Shout out once again to Mega Ran. Uh, Kicked it with Mega Ran at Matt Mania down at the Social Orlando. And then also, we are also kicking it at ROH, uh, Supercard of Honor. We're at the Ring of Honor show in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, so shout out to Megaran, T-Call. We're just kicking it, watching some wrestling oh, on Saturday night. So you saw the Hardys. Yeah, I saw the Hardys. The Hardys went through five tables <laughs> at the Supercard of Honor, right? They went through tables and ladders. Um, they were, uh, you know, trying to delete some people and, uh, you know, then they went back through and did mania next night and proceeded to go through some more tables and ladders. I was like, y'all don't even understand how many ladders and tables these boys have been through and not even 24 hours. And those boys are trying to earn those checks. So they were, but yo, let me, let me just mention this because the ring of honor show was dope. Supercard of honor was uh, awesome. So if you if you got uh, Ring of Honor World, you can see it, or you know you'll pick up the DVD later. But um, there's also a Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal in a Texas Bull Rope match, which uh, was uh, pretty dope. There was blood. Uh, Cody got busted open, and I was like, man, I forgot wrestlers bleed sometimes, you know. Um, he got busted open, but Jay Lethal got the win. Uh, Cody came back later in the night, though. We'll speak on that. Uh, Bully Ray was there. Uh, Bully Ray is, you know, he's doing the independent thing. He signed up for Ring of Honor, so he's part of their uh, six, six man. So basically, there's teams of three. Uh, he's part of their championship right now, so he successfully had a successful title defense there. I uh, got to see Will Ospreay Jr. live doing all his crazy, uh, as Eric Bischoff called, flippy shit, <laughs> which uh, is pretty dope. Uh, you know, these guys are these guys are great, and uh, he had a nice little match. Um, with his partners and then yo shout out to the homie christopher daniels uh i saw him defend uh his championship um and then the boy cody rhodes came back through and you know kind of put the hurting on christopher daniels after the match so i gotta shout out man like if you're not watching like what cody rhodes is doing in, in roh or new japan right now you're missing out like cody is doing some like top work hill work man I mean, he is, he's on another level. It's like, you see him work, and like, man, the WWE was just doing nothing with this guy. Nothing with this guy. And, you know, he's just, he's just out here, man. He's just, he's just having a good time. So, yeah. So, yo, shout out to Mega and Teak. Um, it was a good RH show. And uh, shout out to the kid who was sitting next to us, who had no clue who Mega Ran was, but completely lost his shit. When um one of the wrestlers came and took Mega Antique backstage, it's like, wait, what? Who is this guy? Why is he getting to go backstage? I look at the kid like he's a rapper, <laughs> and he's like, what? I was sitting next to a rapper the whole time. <laughs> so wait, you didn't go backstage with him? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't go, man. They had like a full party. They had a full party, and the Hardy Boys was up next in next match. So they were going, and I wanted to see that ladder match. All so right. um, gotcha. Meg and I we, we reconnected later. But um, it was just, if you had seen this kid's face, it was absolutely hilarious because he was like, his mind was blown. So, uh, but yeah, Supercard of Honor was dope. All right, let's get in these dirt sheets. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Time to play the game. 
Jim Ross is back. If you're watching Manny, you know that he called Undertaker's final match. Undertaker has been lobbying to get Jim Ross to call his Mania matches for the last couple of years. Uh, Shawn Michaels' retirement match. I think, no, is it 25? Uh, it's either 25, 26. One of the Shawn Michaels matches with Undertaker, Jim Ross did not get the call, and Undertaker wanted Jim Ross to call said match. Uh, we got it tonight or Sunday night. As Jim Ross, uh, Jim Ross called the match, but that's not the last time we're going to see good old JR as he signed a two-year deal with the WWE. He's going to be kind of be doing what he was doing previously before he was uh, before he left the company a couple of years ago. So you'll see him at events, at signings, almost like as as an ambassador for the company, and he'll also be doing uh, limited uh, announcing from time to time. So I guess like for a big match, you know, that really needs that JR vocals, uh, they'll put him on the mic. But we'll be seeing uh, JR with the E. Probably see him on the network. They might even give him a network show. He's going to be there for two years. So, uh, Ellie, you excited to see uh, Jim Ross back? Oh, no, most definitely. Jim Ross is the man, and he's what's been missing. I mean, Michael Cole is cool, and Corey Graves, they cool, and Byron Saxon, whatever. I mean, of course, anybody's better than, you know, David Otunga. David Otunga. But God you know, damn! I mean, he, you know, he, he's he's repping for the uh, affirmative action paycheck crew. Bro, he was terrible on SmackDown tonight, man. But he man. called Zach. Oh my gosh, man! Well, oh, we'll, we'll oh. get into that in a second, cause uh, Jim Ross. I mean, you know, he he's just that dude. He, you know, what kid didn't learn about the sternum and the solar plexus from Jim Ross? You know what I'm saying? He, he cracked <laughs> his sternum. He just tapped him in the solar plexus. He broke him in half. It's a choke slam all the way to hell. I mean, come on, Jim Ross can sell it. That's what the young cats need. These young, these young lions trying to come up in the WWE. They don't have Jim Ross, you know, just selling their match like the world depended on the fate of whether or not Triple H taps out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. Like now we get Michael Cole, who may or may not know the move that's being done or performed. I mean, you know, Corey Graves is cool, his banner, but it's just, it's just not, it's just not epic. Nothing is as epic as Jim Ross calling a match, but then you can have a match that's so whack that even Jim Ross can't save it, and that's what happened with Undertaker and Reigns. When Jim Ross can't save your bum ass match, you know you have failed. So, uh, also, um, condolences to Jim Ross. Unfortunately, he lost his wife in a tragic accident uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, she, uh, everyone in the pro wrestling world who met Jan Ross has spoken very highly of her. And she was also seen to be part of the catalyst of his return as she kind of encouraged him to see if he could come back, you know, call for some matches for the WWE. So uh, hopefully him being with his old WWE family will help him in this, uh, this uh, trying time in his life. And uh, hopefully he can... Uh, you know, find some enjoyment and solace in a familiar setting. So, uh, condolences to you, Jim. Thoughts are with you. Um, yo, in a in a lighter note, though, the homie Shalton Benjamin has been cleared to return. Uh, rotator cuff uh, surgery had put him on the shelf when he was initially supposed to come back to SmackDown Live. Benjamin himself has put the good word out there that he can return wrestling anytime. So hopefully the WWE will still have that contract out for the boy. And we can see him maybe in a match against Nakamura. Maybe in a match against um, uh, AJ. You know, a lot of people say they want Kurt Angle to join American Alpha. But what if Shelton, what if Shelton is like, uh, he's, the, he's the coach for American Alpha. You know what I'm saying? Like he's playing the Kurt Angle role. This is Team Shelton. You know, it's not no longer Team Angle. This is Team Shelton. With Jason Jordan and Chad Gable on his side. Throwing suplexes all over the place. I'm getting ideas. Uh, Illa, you excited to have Shelton back? I'm excited to have Shelton back. I'm not necessarily excited about that idea you just put forth about him with American Alpha. Because they are boring as shit. And Shelton really needs somebody to help. Uh, he, he just needs a manager. Somebody to talk for him. His matches speak for themselves. I mean, he's a dynamic wrestler. You know, and he just sells it. I mean, and fans are always vested in his matches, but he just needs somebody who can talk and sell him in the way that Paul does for Brock. 
I mean, even if they got, even if he hooked back up with Brock, you know, they were the uh, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew or Minnesota whatever crew, you know, when they first started out. And, you know, they have a long history together. But that's all Shelton needs is just somebody who can act as his mouthpiece and then get out there and do his thing. So hopefully he hasn't lost a step. If he's still able to put on great matches um, and WWE is finally willing to get behind him, you know, and, and elevate him, it could be a wonderful thing. Because I would love to see a Shelton AJ Styles match if he goes to SmackDown. That would be fucking awesome. But they need, I mean, there's no reason he's not or he has not been a champion except for the fact that he's just never been a great talker. Well, that hasn't stopped him putting the belt on Reigns for like, what, four times now? So Hell yeah. Alright, so, alright, Eva Marie and apparently the WWE are going to be parting ways soon. We haven't seen Eva Marie since uh, she got uh drug violation, um, their their performance policy or whatnot, which may or may not have been like for some medicine she was taking. Um, but it looks like they're, they're done. Uh, Eva Marie's had a strange journey with the WWE. There was rumors that they wanted to put everything behind her. They wanted her to be the face of the uh, the women's division. Uh, she she clearly didn't have like she had. What did she have? She she got heat from the fans like no one else because she clearly wasn't talented in the ring. Uh, being in the ring wasn't her forte. Uh, but SmackDown Live knew how to, and also NXT kind of knew how to. Um, play up her weaknesses. Uh, the whole SmackDown Eve Marie entrance troll thing was beautiful, hilarious. You know, it's like she can't debut because of something else is going on. So, but she's seen, she, you know, she's living her life. She's getting model gigs. She's doing movie things. Her hair's not red anymore. It's black apparently. You know, she's living her life. So, Eve Marie, she'll be fine without the WWE. So, um. Thanks for the good times and bad times. We'll see you later. (laughs) And then lastly, because we were talking about Ring of Honor earlier, but apparently the WWE has been in secret talks to purchase Ring of Honor for a while now. All right. Uh, For those that don't know, because, all right, the reason why Ring of Honor kind of is a little bit harder to see, it's part of the Sinclair Broadcast Network. They, they they are the parent company of Ring of Honor. So Sinclair for the last couple of years, well, since they've had it, they've been kind of using it as like, all right, it's like this is this is programming that shows up on our television stations. Like in markets that we own, um, you might be able to find like a Ring of Honor show if you're not like subscribing to like um, Ring of Honor online. So, but apparently some people in Sinclair haven't really been like, you know, so excited to keep the product. So, uh, WWE and and the parent company have been in talks about maybe possibly buying Ring of Honor out. Um, of course, Dave Meltzer uh, has um, reported on this, and then also Wrestling Sheets um, has been talk about these secret buyouts. It just got out, like I think a week before um, Mania. I think it was Ryan 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 Sadden uh, at Wrestling Sheets ProWrestlingSheets.com. Um, and Dave Meltzer also broke the story around the same time. So the upside to this is you get that Ring of Honor library. You get that Ring of Honor library, and then also there is a lot of dope talent in Ring of Honor. Like shoutouts to the homie Dalton Castle, um, Christopher Daniels, uh, the Bucks of Youth, Young Bucks, <laughs> the Briscoes, Jay Lethal. I mean, there's a lot of guys in Ring of Honor. Um, so it would be a great get for the WWE. Apparently, there's also discussion about possibly using uh, Ring of Honor as a, um, you know, like essentially another development territory, as a lot of guys in the Performance Center need practice in front of TV and also in the tours. And Ring of Honor has a very lucrative business. They got a TV program, they tour, and like Ring of Honor, they make money. Unlike other wrestling companies, they make money and they can pay their employees on time. So. Um, you know, the management structure, the business structure is there, you know, so basically WWE would have an easy get for them. One thing is downside I can see about this. It does take out another, um, independent Avenue for a lot of wrestlers. A lot of wrestlers got their start in ring of honor that never would have been looked at by the E anywhere else. Also, a lot of these ring of honor guys, um, ring of honor has a partnership with new Japan wrestling. 
So if they did join up with the WWE, that's probably not going to happen because New Japan is probably their closest, their biggest competitor um, internationally. And now New Japan is moving into the U.S. this summer with some tours. And also a lot of new um, Ring of Honor talent, they don't they don't work exclusive contracts. Like uh, Ring of Honor days take priority, but a lot of these wrestlers, they can take independent bookings and they can work for other promotions. So um, I doubt that would continue if ROH gets picked up by the E. It's an interesting situation. Um, yeah, it would be good to get that tape rivalry a lot easier and a lot more people would be exposed to this product over its 15-year lifespan. But also, the truth is, competition is good for everybody. And losing another American promotion to the E, long sight might not be as awesome as it is to get some more content on the um, subscription service. So, uh, is there much Ring of Honor that you watch or know of? You've been to an ROH show? I mean, I'm aware of the Briscoes. Uh, I know the the Hardys were down there, but I think this is a boss move because I know WWE was trying to get the Briscoes and they weren't able to bite. So you know, what better way to do things than well, let me just buy your entire fucking company and everything <laughs> that comes with it. <laughs> now what you gonna do? <laughs> you know, because you work with WWE, you back on the indie circuit. So I mean, you know, it's it's chestnut checkers, but um. I mean, you know, Ring of Honor is cool. I'm really curious to see what happens with this move and if they're able to incorporate a lot of talent. Um, You've had cats like, you know, Cody and other wrestlers who go and really shine and really find themselves. But again, being a part of WWE just changes things because WWE tends to misuse or abuse the talent they have. And, you know, they, they lose sight of the things that made the characters, the wrestlers great when they had them, you know? So that's the right. the um, it, that's the issue with being with a big corporation because you really just become another cog in the wheel. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, also, shout outs to the guy. Shout outs to the guy at WrestleMania with the uh, Roman Reigns is a Holocaust denier sign. <laughs> Don't know how you got that sign past security at Mania. <laughs> But you had that on perfect placement, man, and everyone was talking about that sign. So, uh, shout-outs to you, homie. Shout-outs to you. And just being a good-ass hater. All right, Ella, are you ready? It's time for our favorite television telenovela. Are you ready? Oh, yes, sir. Las Aventuras. Hey, Alberto, Alberto, trying to use social labels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last time on Las Aventuras, uh, there was trouble in the house that Alberto built as his lady friend was hacked by devious hackers on the internet and had all her yo, fun times exposed. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> hackers, you guys need to hack the World Wide Web and like take that whack-ass page sex tape back. And I don't know, like... Put it back on her phone so that and lock it up so nobody can ever see that shit again. Like do 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 the reverse hack, reverse engineer a hack. Waste my damn minutes <laughs> watching that bullshit. <laughs> so, but Alberto and friends and sus amigos, they're bouncing back. And if Alberto is to be believed at this point, he should be married. Him and Paige are now possibly married. Last week he went up on the grams. Uh, left a message saying that uh, Wednesday, him and the love of his life, Paige, are going to be finally uh, married. And they're putting all the negative haters behind them. So, uh, congrats if they are. I don't know the man's situation like that. I remember the last time when he uh, got engaged to Paige, uh, it was revealed that he still wasn't technically divorced from his ex-wife. And the, the divorce was getting nasty. So I don't know. But the one thing I do know about Alberto, he does whatever the fuck he wants. So, <laughs> uh, congrats to Alberto and Paige if you are married. And if you're not, congrats later on. But but the uh, ill shit is, <laughs> your wedding anniversary is like a, a week or two after your chick gets hacked and has her goods with her ex all over the internet. So what a reminder. Happy hacking day, Paige. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Happy got yeah, fucked by Xavier Woods while the other jackass taped it, Paige. Mmm. You sure can't pick him, El Patron. 
hey man, this dude, this dude fought a Ninja Turtle and stabbed another dude in El Paso. You know, I ain't, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna find out. So, all right, let's let's get into the uh, I guess the main segment. Yo, WrestleMania uh, weekend. Uh, did you watch any NXT? Um, no, I'm so mad I missed NXT because I wanted to check it out. Uh, you miss you miss NXT. Um, I was gonna say you're not in Florida, so you ain't going to any wrestling. There was wrestling out the wazoo all the way down here, man. It was just Orlando was packed, man. There was Orlando. It, not only was it hot down here, but there was like smart marks all over the damn streets. Everyone thinking they're slick because they're wearing a damn NWO shirt or a Bullet Club shirt. Two sweeting random dudes in the streets. Nah, I ain't doing that, man. I'm black. I ain't putting my fingers up in the streets, man. The police might shoot me down here. I've been in Florida too long. I know how it works. So, um, nah, man. Uh, shout out to uh, once again Mega Ran. Uh, Mega Ran, he did a show uh, after doing WrestleCon. Uh, he showed up. The social did Matt Mania with CEO Jabali from Jabali uh, Community Effort Orlando. Um, they put on uh, the CEO Fighting Game Tournament every summer. Uh, did a nice little show. Had the goddamn Brooklyn Brawler out there. Yo, the homie Megaran got the Brooklyn Brawler to spit some bars on stage. <laughs> so um, that was that was dope. Uh, he had Smoke Diz out there too, and T Call, whole bunch of other dudes putting performances on. We already talked about a uh, Ring of Honor that happened on Saturday night. What culture? They did a show also on Saturday. So basically, it was like what culture? There was a damn bus, Illa. Like there was a bus that bus people from Orlando to lakeland back to orlando just to go do more shit man it was it was uh it was crazy um so wally mania was of course down here Wale, it was crazy man Wale did wally mania went to the bahamas and then came back for like mania so it, it was just a busy weekend for everybody wait, wait 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 pause what in the entirety of fuck is wally mania what you don't know? Because I mean, right, so- from my understanding, I know like Wale is at like WrestleMania every year, and no one cares. But you see, what is this? Wh- All right, so Wale Mania was in in my theory the reason why the WWE uh, refused to acknowledge the presence of Wale at his shows, not because um, audience members tried to fight him that one time, but because uh, Wale puts on a wrestling event. The week of WrestleMania, uh, he's been doing it for about, I think, five or six years now, where he'll go and he'll book people. Last year, he booked Kurt Angle and Rey Mysterio, and they had a wrestling match. So uh, each year, he's booking, like, top talent, and he gets a venue, he performs, other people perform music, and then they have wrestlers just, like, wrestling. And Wally Mania has kind of grown over the years that Wally can book serious international talent and so I figured, yo, this is why they're not like acknowledging Wale because Wale is a pretty swabby like wrestling promoter going on here. What and the hell is swabby? Did you mean to say savvy? <laughs> savvy, excuse me. You and you know what I mean, man. <laughs> he's a pretty savvy wrestling promotion uh, promoter, and uh, he's like, yeah, he's 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 you know taking talent, taking eyes away from the e product, and uh, he's he's doing dope shows. So. I figured because of that, they kind of refuse to acknowledge him because WWE traditionally does not acknowledge their competition. And that kind of showed me that, yo, Wale Mania is some serious business because they're straight up ignoring Wale sitting right on the goddamn hard camera ringside. Uh, but when he did the, the SummerSlam song last year, they kind of had to acknowledge the president of Wale because, you know, they're paying him to use his damn music anyway. So if he's there, he's there. But like, yeah. So that's Wale Mania. Okay, now we can go back to ignoring that shit. Oh, I hate him, bro. It's good. Just wait, wait, wait when WrestleMania is back in Texas. You'll see. While he does it good, man. Let that man live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the NXT uh, TakeOver Orlando at the Amway was a fine show for the most part. NXT is kind of in this rebuilding phase, so the matches might not seem as magical as they once did. Uh, big takeaways is if you didn't know that Asuka is now a heel, she's definitely a heel. She shoved the referee into Ember Moon to avoid the Eclipse. So they're really building as like the Eclipse is a possible move that might KO Asuka and finally cause her to uh, lose that championship. She's the longest reigning uh, championship in NXT history at this point. She's held that belt for a year plus now. 
Uh, Bobby Roode, Nakamura did the thing again. As we know, Nakamura is now on SmackDown. Um, Sanity did their thing. Um, Alistair Black, that's what they're calling him now. Um, I was like Tyson, and like he's he's here or back. Um, Cassius Ono has some clothes that are appropriate to wear, so that's the biggest takeaway from him. His wrestling gear looks so much better now. Um, but yeah, I mean NXT, it's a solid show, very solid show, and it's it's not a run, it's not a long run time, so uh, that's dope. Moving on, WrestleMania. Um, man, yo, I'm glad I didn't go out there, man. That show was. That show was long. I mean, not that it was a bad show. I think I enjoyed this WrestleMania for the most part, but um, this is just me being a uh, selfish, cynical Bowman. I think WrestleMania pre-show included was probably around... Okay, with the pre-show, it was seven hours plus. All right, but if you had to get there, and then for me, like, get to Orlando and then drive back, it's like an hour drive, get to Romania. Mania didn't end East Coast time to like, after 12 a.m. So this is a long show. So, you know, I just, I enjoyed it with the comfort of friends and some chicken wings. And you know what? Those was a good, good time. chicken wings? Yeah, man. <laughs> Got them extra wet, too. Got them extra wet, too. Because, you know, the business over here. Um, so, but for the most part, I would say, before we go match by match, I enjoyed this mania for the most part. Uh, it was enjoyable, if not a little long. Um, I think this was a, a a good mania. And then the set, I don't know about you, but I think this is probably the dopest stage design they have done for a mania. Uh, yes, the ramp was like 85 yards, but the, the roller coaster and the Universal Studios inspired logo from WrestleMania were just dope. Just It just made it look grand. So, uh, Elo, what did you think? What are your just um, simple impressions of mania? I thought... Mania started off with a bang and then kind of petered out at the end. The length of the show being one and then just some of the nutty matches, you know, and how it just, you know, by the end, it was just, uh, I mean, most of the people were spent by the time they got to, uh, oh my God, maybe three matches before the end. Yeah, it was like 11 o'clock and the itis was hitting me hard and I was like, but that, and I'm a- like, Yo, the sm- that AJ Shane match was a great way to start the show. And I really think that looking at how they're doing WrestleMania now, I think that your your best bet is to actually go on early. Because yeah. by the yeah. time the night goes on, the crowd is tired. You know, you've been sitting there for hours. They aren't really into the matches in the same way. They aren't screaming in the same way. But I mean, you know, so this AJ and Shane just delivered a great fun match based on that little bullshit storyline they had. But the match was just off the charts, you know, and that set a really high bar that the other matches, um, for the most part, like I, I like the first half more than the second half. I mean, with the exception being Brock Goldberg, but we'll get to that in a second. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the Shane match, uh, that's the length of the Romania really is going to kill the crowd, man. Because, I mean, one, it is hot out there, man. Like, I'm telling you, I can confirm it was hot in Florida on Saturday or and Sunday, too. All right, it was hot. But um, they open up with a hot match, AJ with the Shane. Uh, I, think, I think everyone undersold this match because we're like, yo, what is Shane going to do when he can't, you know, jump to his death? Like, that's his whole gimmick. But uh, Shane showed that, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a kid that grew up in a wrestling ring. Like... If need be, he can kind of like chain wrestle. Um, yo, I thought that spot the the four fifty the four fifty counter into the like the um the arm bar. Come on, yeah. But the Come thing on. is, I think like I've always liked Shane, and I think people undersell the fact that he has been in the ring and he's he's always had memorable matches. I mean, they always, of course, had that Shane O spot, but the matches themselves weren't trash. You know, he's not just had some garbage match where it was like, get him out the ring. And we've seen those before. But I think this was just the perfect kind of um, climax to his his own wrestling career, you know? Bro, like, if you need inspiration, Shane, well, how old is Shane? Is he 46, 47? It's got to be somewhere in there, yeah. Right? 40-something. Doing shooting star presses off the rope. Like he's doing this in his sleep. 
All right? Don't tell yourself you can't do it. Got to change a tire? That's simple. Shane's doing flips off of ropes. You got this, son. You got this. So, um, yeah, we opened up with a hot match. That was dope. The second match was Kevin Owens versus uh, Chris Jericho. End of friendship. Video promo was good, but I feel like the match never really kicked it into that final gear that really took it somewhere. You know, like it was, it was what it was, but it, it, I don't know if it was because of the placement on the card. Uh, I think the placement, I think this is the part where coming up early kind of hurt them because I think that them coming up early kind of sells short the, um, the tension of the feud or the importance of this blow off match, you know? And, uh, yeah, Kale won with the apron powerbomb, which is pretty much being positioned as, like, the most devastating move in Kale's arsenal right now. Because, you know, um, the apron is the hardest part of the ring. So, uh, but, um, yo, shout out to the giant list. I did think that was hilarious. The giant uh, list yes, of Jericho. Yes, 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 That was great prop. <laughs> also, where the hell did Jericho get a light-up scarf from? Man, I I was disappointed because I I love seeing the jacket, but then it's like once I saw the scarf in the ring, I was like, all right, you know, that's kind of that's kind of player. Because it's there. Come on, thing is, where is he hiding the battery pack to charge that thing? <laughs> but yo, it was dope, man. See, that's funny because I've had kids come up to me in class and be like, Mister Brown, can I charge my shoes? I'm like, no, sit down. <laughs> Where is where is Jericho charging his scarf at? Yeah, Yo, that's got to be like some uh, HLMP, some Con Ed, something going on. You know, he's got that light bill on fleet. That man there, but that was a great look. Uh, the match was cool. It was kind of lackluster to me though. Um, it kind of ended like unexpected. Like, I didn't expect it to end as it did. You know, I thought uh, it was gonna yeah. be more to it. Um, so the build up to it was far greater than the actual match. I don't think that, I mean, Jericho never really got any sustained offense in. So it was really kind of one-sided, you know, just Kevin Owens continuing his ass whooping Jericho from the last time he saw him, basically. All right. So we kind of we kind of need, like, you know, Kevin to look tough, right? We kind of need that. But you know, one thing I was kind of disappointed in, a lot of people were speculating that, like, oh, man, KO's going to do the package pound driver. I'm like, nah, KO's not going to do the package pound driver. But what I was disappointed to see, because you know how they're trading walls of Jericho's throughout the match, like KO did it. And then Jericho did it. And then Jericho won for a second time. I figured the second time he was going to do the walls of Jericho, he would have done the Lion Tamer version of the move. Because the first time he didn't work. So why not just break out the OG version? The legit... Ver- it's Mania. You're fighting KO. You're, you're finishing like the last year that's been probably described as like the greatest run of your career. Why why not finish it with like the OG walls? Give us something like, like oh yeah. Why not finish it with a better match? Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's, there's that, but uh, I think I think the placement kind of kind of uh, hurt them. Uh yo, what was the next match? We skipped the pre-show. Oh, pre-show by the way. Um, Rob Gronkowski helped Mojo Wally win the Andre Royal. <laughs> Say that again. What's his name? Rob. Yo, what? Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I saw a lot of. A lot of like foreign fans were on Twitter, like, "Who is this dude?" I'm like, "That's right. They don't watch football. They don't even know what football is." <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, "Who is this guy?" You know, yo, that battle royal turned out like no way I was expecting it. Like, one, yo, hard body Mahal was in there longer than anyone could have imagined. I mean, once you and, lose Big Show and Strowman, it became anyone's game. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was smart that the wrestlers teamed up to get rid of the two biggest threats you know um henry got jobbed out of there pretty quickly too Sami Zayn got jobbed out of there um i didn't even see how dolph ziggler was eliminated um but you know the the boy mojo who is i guess like slightly more solid than like room temperature butter he wins so we'll see if he can uh if he can continue uh, Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, and Baron Corbin, they had a match. We'll say that because they had a better match on SmackDown uh, this week, and it's, yo, pre-show taken care of. All right, where are we? So, 
what was the next match? Was it the ladies? Uh, the Raw's Women's Championship? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hold on. There's one thing we forgot to mention about the Jericho KO match. The just the tip of the finger. Come on. That was awesome. <laughs> KO trolling everybody with the tip of the finger. I love it. I mean, this is the KO I wanted to see, but it's just like, it's just that it's coming at this point, you know? That's the thing. Uh, yeah. But it was awesome. But the, to me, the match, the Mania match would have been better had Jericho just gotten a little bit more offense before KO just leveled up and then decimated yeah, Jericho. Hit, yeah, hit him with the power bombs like, yeah. Um, yo, so yes, it was. I was, yes. It's the Raw's Elimination um, Ladies Championship match. Uh, they they wised up and they uh, they eliminated Nia early, and then Which was Sasha got. Sad. A, I but, mean, but the it's, great it's, thing about it, Nia did kick a little ass, and it because you know we we all know how these fatal four ways go. If you have the big show in there, if you have Kane in there, if you have the big person in there, everybody teams up and eliminates them first. So, you got I mean, you got to get rid of them. We know how that goes. Like the the things about the fatal war four is like. That always frustrate me. The bad ones is one like if it's elimination match, why are you breaking up other people's pin attempts? That's dumb. You about to lose a comp uh, a competitor, and then also get rid of like the the biggest threat, the power person, because Nia was whooping ass uh, the previous Monday, so it would make sense. I mean, it was a, it was a good match. Uh, I I enjoyed it. They got they got some time. I wish that Nia was in there a little bit longer. You know, uh, Nia's gotten better kind of regressed in some areas and i think that's because she's just not in the ring long enough you know like if you give her a stage to shine then she's gonna get that that experience but if you knock her out five minutes into a 20 minute match like come on you know well, give us something but were you pleased with that match overall i i you know i'm struggling to remember it and we're how many days away from it <laughs> i'm just hoping this sasha got her deposit back on that driver bro that's, oh, man. that's my concern. <laughs> um, yo, so yo, shout out to the Hardy Boys. Um, what a great troll. Um, I I know a lot of people did not see them at, at Ring of Honor the, the night before. Uh, probably around seven thousand people saw them at Ring of Honor. But um, when they came out, I'm like, y'all don't even understand how many damn tables and ladders they've went through, and they're about to go through some more tables and ladders. Um, but it was wonderful to see around seventy thousand people all yelling "Delete" in unison. And uh, hopefully the legal situation between the Hardys and that fucking owl can be figured out. So <laughs> Broken Hardy and his uh, entire family, I'm talking about uh, Senior Benjamin, Vanguard One, and of course King Maxwell and Queen Rebecca can all show up in their broken glory eventually in the WWE. Because I mean like, yeah, it's dope seeing the Hardy boys back. But the reason why we care is because Matt Hardy's a mad genius right now who is a passive-aggressive gardener who carves the Hardy symbol in his yard and has a lake that resurrects people as different characters. But, like, that's why people care about the Hardy Boys right now. But, but, yo, why is he still throwing <laughs> up the version 2 from, like, a decade ago? And second, what's up with that goofy smile? He looks yo, that's... so <laughs> weird. He's so creepy. Like, it works. It works because it's so effective because it looks so creepy. That's broken Matt Hardy. That's that's it's like, like that's, what the fuck is up? So I I think the version two. Here's what it is. It's like he they're only doing a little bit of the broken stuff so they can legally say. And I I wonder what is the legal limit for like how broken you can be in the court of law. But like they're using our copyrighted characters over there in the WWE. Nah, man. I threw up a version two and then swiped left. I can't help if the audience yells delete. Like I'm just swiping left. Um, but it's like, uh, Broken Matt Hardy is just crazy. So like him, like his, uh, his use of, uh, yo, his use of, uh, adjectives is just absolutely delightful and wonderful. Uh, so, yeah. Oh shit. No, but that, I just like, if you look at the, the, um, when they have a match coming up and they, ha- they use a still photo, <laughs> like his smile is hilarious. Yeah. That's and it. then uh, when he runs to the ring, he like his his crippled old man kind of hunch he does his shuffle. <laughs> he's, he's, and then um, that look on his face, just the weird smile. <laughs> it's just the creepiest shit ever. We gotta catch you up on some broken goodness. All right, like you you understand like the that's what it is. Also, 
Um, the Miz is re- rewarded for all his hard work to once again jobbing out to um, John Cena for a a today segment promo. Yo, why the hell is Al Roker brought out there? For whatever reason, um, John Cena proposed to Nikki Bella, and uh, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. I don't. Even, I don't I don't want to be the cynical bastard. You know, I don't want to be Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? Because Roman Reigns doesn't like people getting married. It's a proven fact. All right. And, but also at the same time, I feel like this is the most like Kardashian type planned romantic moment we've had ever. It was so telegraphed that he was going to propose. Probably they were, they rehearsed the proposal in the back. The one thing I will say I'm so disappointed in, um, John, he's talking to Nikki, and he's like, you remember when you were on the anesthesia and you were kind of loopy, and I asked you a question, you remember what that question was? You know what John Cena should have said? He should have said, can you see me? Oh. Oh. Like, how do you miss that, bro? How do you miss that? You would have had everybody. All right. <laughs> but yo, you're gonna have to fill me in because I totally missed that whole segment with um uh uh Ms. Maurice and John Cena, that whole match and like I, I missed all of that. It was, it was the same it's the same thing we've done for weeks. I basically fuck John Cena. The match so, was an ex- yeah. the match was an excuse to get the proposal. Uh Miz is way over with the crowd. He couldn't do anything to get any heel heat at all. Uh it was like it it was whatever. John Cena he's supposed to be a comedic actor. But miss like the um, the easiest joke he could have had as a comedian. I it would have, it would have like it would, uh, I come bruh. I know you're on the internet. I seen your goddamn Instagram, John Cena. How'd you miss this joke? And you could have went right back in your proposal. All right, but like yeah, it pretty much like it was like an old school SmackDown match. It was not a Mania match, but it was like all right, it was um whatever. All right, we need to talk about Triple H stealing Goldberg entrance and riding a tricycle to the ring. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I saw like Triple H with a police escort, I'm like, Goldberg's not coming down the ring with nobody, because Triple H has all the police, and he put the police on the motorcycle. Oh, uh, I, what was up with this? So, but like, yeah, it was, it was, it was an alright match. I mean, I mean, bald version of Triple H is infinitely a better wrestler. I think it's a combination because he's not, he's not taking bumps every night. He's got time to work out in the gym. Uh, get like crazy defined and he's just he's just kind of working more um like the way he bumps now like just watch how triple h bumps like he's he's kind of selling things more like he's looking like he gets hit um he, his face his face looks so much better like oh my god I can't you know he's getting hit and uh you know i enjoyed i i enjoyed the match for what uh the time seth rollins hit the phoenix flash but he didn't hit the phoenix flash for the for the pin uh the crowd did go crazy for the phoenix blast though um, Seth Rollins, uh, it, it was good. He had the Olympic torch thing kind of going on there. Um, I really did think the match was, I was it 20 some odd minutes, that 25. Match, that, that match is too fucking long. Uh, yeah, like it, it was long. You know, I felt like what should have happened really would have made like the finish a little okay. So, the, the, the segment where they traded or tried to attempt pedigrees, I thought was dope. Like, you know, the counter, the counter, the counter. I thought that was dope. But the end of the match where Stephanie gets her comeuppance because she's once again in a place she shouldn't be at. Um, this is this is the yearly occurrence. This is the one time Stephanie gets her comeuppance. So enjoy it, folks. Um, you know, Triple H's look. He looked like he was about to go Super Saiyan on us. He looked like he was about to power up, man. Way to trade and close her off. Triple H is going in right now. And then he just ate a pedigree. <laughs> I was like, bro. It's like, bro. But then again, the match was like 25, 26 minutes. So I guess Triple H will level up another time. But uh, you enjoy the match outside of the length of it? No. No. <laughs> this is where, you know, the show started losing steam. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, That's people why I couldn't were remember tired. earlier. Pe- I mean, people, people were tired, tired man. And just not as invested. Like, you know, plus the whole match hinged upon this whole unsanctioned thing of. Well, I've signed a contract to come for this one night. I'm going to put my body on the line. So it's like, you know, but I'm still going to do all these high-risk moves. 
And so it's kind of like you're further attempting to, you know, <laughs> it just made no fucking sense. Ha- it hashtag WWE logic. I, it's, I think it's sometimes wrestler logic, right? Because when wrestlers sell an injury, right, say in Rollins' case, he's supposed his knee is supposed to be, you know, surgically repaired, pretty banged up thing, right? Why is, like, most of his offense, three-thirds of his offense, knee-based? He's still kicking, drop-kicking. He's doing flips. He's laying on his knee. Like, switch it up, man. Like, like yeah, it's injured, but it, it's, it's like, all right, it's it's, uh, it's whatever. Uh, but they did it. I think... Um, I, I think over time, if you if you watch the match again, it will it will get, age better over time than what it is. You just might fast forward through a little bits in the middle, because I mean twenty six minutes is long. I'll tell you what was a complete bust. What was a waste was that Randy Orton uh, Bray Wyatt match. What the hell was that? I mean, you know, it had maggots in the uh, ring and a cool uh, uh, light up special effect that was. It serves some great purpose, I guess. I don't even... You know how I knew this shit was going to be awful? Randy Orton. When Randy, when he was walking to the ring, and they had this snake on the ground for the LED ramp, and it looked like a snake out of, like, um, an early PlayStation 2 game. I said PlayStation 2. Bring it back to um, 2001. Like, the, like, the snake, like, whatever PC they were running that damn snake on... Couldn't didn't have the horsepower, so it was dropping frames. That snake was so jagged, and it would look so stupid. I was like, "Man, why is this here?" And then, <laughs> you know how you know people were tired and just just weren't into this match because they were just doing. Randy was just doing the standard like Randy match outside of the the protection nonsense. Was like, okay, so Randy Orton hits an RKO on Bray Wyatt on the outside, and only five dudes are clapping. That's it. Only five dudes are clapping. Like, people are so indifferent to Randy Orton. Like, Randy Orton can be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time if he actually, you know, when he's not bored. If he actually gave a damn. And, like, these two just weren't interested in having a match. And their match was only, like, ten or nine minutes. So, um, like, yeah, this was, this wasn't good. And I have no clue what they're doing with goddamn Bray Wyatt. This man stayed taking hells, man. But he has Yo, superpowers. Sammy. He has the powers. <laughs> Bray can make videos of stuff appear on the ring. And somehow this freaks out Randy Orton and still doesn't get Bray the victory in the end of the match. So Man, Randy Orton burned down the house. Point? Burned down the house. Didn't get arrested. Damn videos of maggots aren't gonna freak out anybody. Like, I ain't I ain't alright. But it's Bray's new power. I ain't this man, yo. Sami Zayn got more wins than <laughs> Sami Zayn's got more wins than Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh my God! All right, yo, Goldberg versus Lesnar. Um, yes. It's like four minutes. My Cole's trying to tell you it was ten. It was not ten. It was four minutes of just like. All right, I'll tell you what. So uh, the match starts up with like uh, what three Germans in a row. And then Goldberg immediately bounces back with like this damn like barrel rolling spear. <laughs> Thought that shit was awesome. And then the spear through the barricade, and then uh, he got he ate seven uh, Germans in a row after that in F five. So I mean, it was you know, Goldberg bumped. Goldberg bumped. It was it was greatness. It was Barack Lesnar doing what I said he was gonna do: destroy. The superhero Goldberg sent him back to the accounting firm, wherever Goldbergs are found. I think, yeah, I think the match was uh, more exciting than the twenty match. But like, yo, Illa, man, Brock's got to do something more than these Germans, and they're not even good-looking Germans. Yo, he they're fired like, off a lot of Germans quickly. All right, I'm gonna take <laughs> you back in time. The spear. All right, see, the top of the match was great, but the seven Germans in a row were just kind of like, mm. all right, I'm going to remind you, Chris Benoit, you know, German suplex, Snow Cold, Steve Austin, 10 times in a row, and he didn't let go. He did those rolling Germans for 10 in a row, all right? I, I mean, Benoit is a beast. You know, he's also a beast. So, I mean, <laughs> he, and, so, he and Brock are in the same class. 
You know, he's just a he's just a pint-sized beast, and Brock <laughs> is a refrigerator-sized beast. So, I mean, and here's the thing. No, no. But I will not stand for this, Brock. sir. I will not I... stand for this Brock hate. <laughs> <laughs> I will not stop her. You shall not pass. You shall not look, pass with this Brock hate. I'm, I'm not saying, look, man, picking up a grown-ass man and throwing him over your head ten times is not an easy thing to do. And what was Goldberg? Goldberg was 256? You know? That's a lot. That's a lot of reps. That's a lot of reps. I'm just saying, like, yo, he could throw a belly to belly in there. You know, but um, first two minutes was hot. Last two minutes was the same Brock match. Uh, we get it. It, it. it popped the crowd, though. Popped the crowd. There was some the good crowd was into it, there. and it's got good feedback online. It's, I mean, people yeah, dug I'm t- it. I, so, so, it's... I, mean, it's, I was surprised it's, just because Goldberg was in a match. And Brock is capable of doing a good match, given his opponent. Um, so, I thought for what it was, it was actually great as far as a Goldberg match and two kind but, of monsters clashing with each other. Brock but, hasn't wrestled a different match since the triple threat. Uh, two years ago, he's been wrestling the same match. We got it. Yeah, he has. Collecting them checks, mercenary style. He, he is definitely. He yes. got the belt. All right, what was after that? Oh, Naomi, she got the belt back for the SmackDown's Women's Championship. At this point, it was like, I didn't even think this match was going to even happen because at this point, it was like, um, like what, 1140? 1140, and they're just doing it. So Yeah, everybody thought um, this match got cut. So it was it was dope. I don't even know how long it was. I think it was like eight minutes or so. I don't even maybe even less. But um yeah, it was dope. She made it back. She got her belt. Um They kinda probably cut the triple H match a little bit to give this match a little bit more time, but like it's eh, what it was. Um then we have Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Yo, they should have cut this fucking match. I totally forgot that this match was even coming. I was like, oh, oh, I was surprised. Yes, this is another match. I was tired and just also because I wasn't looking for it, not anticipating it, just totally slipped my mind. I mean, it wasn't a bad, wasn't a bad match. You lie. Uh, hold on. <laughs> so I think a lot of people are gonna give more. Um, they're gonna they're gonna give shit on like Roman failing to get Undertaker out for the reverse uh, tombstone spot. They tried it twice and um, failed. Went through the Spanish announce table, speared through the Spanish announce table. Um, got a last ride spot, choke slam spot, uh, tombstone spot. I mean, it was all right. The whole the whole bouncing off the ropes to power up the spear. Come on, he supercharged that spear, bro. Each bounce off the rope increases damage by like 0.5. So, you know, that was a good damage multiplier on that spirit at the end to take out the Undertaker. Um, but I don't know how this is going to make Roman more over or connecting with crowds than it is what it is. Well, so, obviously not, judging by the intro to Raw tonight. Raw. Um, so, well, but, not tonight, but last night. Well, let's, let's just say Whatever shout out to the Undertaker. Um,. You did the business for like 26 years. Uh, good job. Had some good memorable matches. Um, we'll, we'll probably see you around. Now you get to kick back and uh, chill. Well, you were kicking back and chill, but now you can kick back and chill even more. And uh, people won't have to worry to speculate whether or not you will be at Mania if you still have your legs and if your body still works anymore. So, you know, just relax. <laughs> goodness undertaker we love you you came through repping houston me mark callis mark calloway you had skills you just had a bad choice of final match your career should have ended when brock beat you and you know you've been giving us these struggle matches for the last what two three years now no 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 the uh the white match was decent the shane match was just too long that was just a spot fest but this this match was a better this match is a better match than the Brock match and the Brock match could have no, been better. No, just got, it was not. He just got concussed. No, it was not. Yeah, no, no, it was this, not. no. Watch the match. matches. No, it was not. Match you got you got to take the Brock Lesnar glasses off. No, Undertaker was Roman concussed. Roman Reigns was in this like, match. Couldn't... <laughs> so therefore, it, auto- <laughs> it automatically gets a demotion. 
Look, man, I hate Roman as much as the next guy, man, but I can't be lying. I, I don't I, I don't even hate Roman I, like that. <laughs> and that's the thing. But he lost. He went out. It was 21 and 1. It was epic. It was the it was the exclamation point. It was done. There was no need for him to come back. He should have just ended it on that note. Everybody was in awe. We still had that that what's uh, the black cat? Uh, we we still had that meme from years ago. The dude uh, with the, the glasses. Guys. Yes, uh, that came from that. We aren't getting any so. epic memes. You know that was just all right. So let's. <laughs> Wrestle. All right. So all right. Fucking before rings. we get the raw, there. I don't know if you guys saw this on Instagram, but someone posted on Instagram. Uh, local Texas man Mark Howey has been found after 26 years away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the meme gods are at work getting busy. All right, so let's just go over the the important notes on Raw. All right, Raw opens up with uh, tribute to the Undertaker. Shouts out to that. But then it's um it's Roman Reigns getting booed for 15 minutes straight, and which was. It was epic, but it also failed. If they had used that moment correctly, they could have made Roman the greatest heel of this generation. He did. I mean, he's still, he's, uh... I mean, he's a, people hate him, and he's like, because I know Triple H and X-Pac talk about this new age heel, how they're trying to do him. No, but, that's, he, that's, but this that's... was his moment to get over as a heel, you know what I mean? And, or as a or as a face, because this if he would have delivered a nice Stone Cold Steve Austin, Austin 316 speech. Nah, he, I mean, he, he had the perfect response. My yard now, drop the mic. Nah, man. Everyone. Because even that came across so lame and weak. Like, I would have I loved it, you know, but it's just like, if he would have just given Undertaker ruled, Undertaker ruled in the WWE for years, da 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 and just went off on that, and then, and I beat him. I, you know, I did a, it's my yard now. And then tossed the mic and stepped off. That's how you deliver it. Like, it's my yard. It's my yard now. It's hey weak. Man, brevity is the soul of wit. It was weak. So, you know. I, I agree with brevity, but it was weak. He, if he uh, just had a quick, just get mad at the fans. Like, tell him, boo me. Now he sat, he sat there smirking like an asshole for 10 minutes, bro. I'm saying, do that too. Was, I appreciated that. He was. He I, was soaking in all those. But Man, see, Reigns, Reigns should have done. I mean, they there's this opening to um this Fifty Cent song uh uh, uh where he, where he says um. Like the fire needs the air. Yeah. I won't burn unless you're there. You're there. I need you. I need you. Ooh, I, need I need you to hate. Like so I'll be you if you hate. You know. I won't burn unless you're there. But that's the thing. When Roman is like, I feed off your, I feed off the, the negativity and the, the energy. So boo me, cheer me. It doesn't matter. It's my yard. And I, I mean, he could have just nailed that. Then he could still, he could still be the same tweener face heel face that gets the heel reaction that he is. But you can't, you can respect him. You know what I mean? And he could be in on it. Like I like the fact that he was dickish for ten minutes and let them get it all out. You know, but I just fired up and just laid off. You know, all he needs is a couple sentences and be done with it. Drop the mic and be out. Nah, because they they want to still try and pretend pretend like he's not the most hated man in the E. And then also what got me, um, freaking Corey Graves. They sold Corey Graves sold out, and he repeated the line. Oh, this is this is not after Mania. We're people that normally get cheered or booed and people who are normally booed or cheered. No! No, these dynamics are not like that. I hate that line. That's so disingenuous to like how your fans are all year round. People have been booing Roman Reigns for three solid years now. This is... Um, now you just have like all the smart ones who aren't going to cheer him one second. Yes. None of the women are going to cheer him. It's very uh, so disingenuous. Like, and yeah. So enough on that. The other significant happening on Raw was really Vince coming out and announcing the smack the the, the superstar shake, shake up. up, which is probably just going to be some kind of modified version of a brand switch to allow yeah, just certain probably like like yeah one or two people to probably switch. And of course, the final piece of the Raw puzzle was the return of Finn Balor in a hashtag WWE logic moment where he teamed up with Seth Rollins to take on Samoa mm -hmm. Joe and Kevin Owens. And why in the entirety of fuck would 
Finn Balor be teaming up with Seth Rollins. Hashtag WWE logic. Uh, you know, he had, to, he had to do the business. He wanted to come back. He wanted to come back. So this is the only match that's available for the night. So I guess he had to wrestle. They had a look at the end of the match where it was like, all right, dude, whatever. I guess we'll, 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 we'll do this. But I remember. I remember. I mean, really, even like Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, uh, they have beef from NXT that was never resolved. So them even working together is part of that. Like, yo, does anyone remember this? Yep. We all kind of seminally hate each other. Yeah, so, somebody um, should just got punched in the face. Also, I got to say that um, Braun Strowman is, they're playing Braun Strowman right now. They're kind of making him look like a punk. Or they end up calling him a pussy um, for, I guess, good reason. Because Braun Strowman stepped to The Undertaker and then immediately stepped back. And then he steps to Brock Lesnar and then immediately steps back. Like, no, you're not being like, I'm going to do this on my time type of thing. If you keep stacking back to people. So, also, I'm a little disappointed in Paul Heyman. Because when Paul Heyman was doing his promo and he's like fancy booking all these opponents for Brock, he doesn't mention Finn at all. But as soon as like he mentions Roman Reigns, like that's going to pop the crowd. And crowd starts chanting Finn Balor for, I don't know, two minutes. And Paul Heyman just completely ignores it. I'm like... Yeah, but the thing is that Finn hadn't been... He hadn't returned to WWE yet. That was coming I, later in the show. Man, Paul can do it. Paul Paul's not stupid. I mean, he could have done it, but still, you know... Everybody knew he was coming, but he hadn't done it in the show. And he probably ended up in hot water with Vince. So. I, I guess his job is to sell, sell us on this Brock Roman thing that we don't want to see. We didn't want to see. We definitely don't want to see it again, like... Well, see, the thing that was confusing is it is it going to be Brock Roman or Brock Strowman? It's going to be Brock Roman next year for Mania, and then that's going to be the end that finally gets Roman over. Well, no, I mean, because <laughs> if he's about to face Roman now, so he might lose the belt to him, or they're going to have Appar- a SummerSlam match. Apparently, like, Brock isn't showing up on TV again until May. <laughs> until May. Awesome. So. Awesome. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so like, yeah, shakeup happened. Oh yeah, the revival on Raw. Let's get that out. So also, beach balls. Jericho's probably going on tour. Um, so yo, SmackDown. Sorry, I cover SmackDown. Get out of here. Um, for the Twitter gods, someone sends away. Um, big takeaway: Shinsuke Nakamura is yes. now on SmackDown. The uh, master which is dope. of strong style. What I loved was this segment started with uh, the Miz and Maurice cosplaying as John Cena and Nikki <laughs> Bella again. It was hilarious, right? Because people started singing, John Cena sucks. But then when they realized it was the Miz, they stopped and they started cheering. And I'm like, this is the only time you can hear people cheer for the John Cena music. It's the only <laughs> time you're going to hear people cheer. So uh, Maurice was out there with a giant, I'm pretty sure like a ring pop or a pop they, or like a giant fake ring they got from like Party City. And they were they were doing their John Cena house rules bit again, and it was just like yo, like Miz can do no wrong, and then Shinsuke shows up, and the Miz's face like you know what? I'm getting out of the ring. I'm just I'm just gonna go. This man is like humping violins. I'm just gonna go. Maurice, let's let's just leave. Let's just leave through the crowd. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> so um, yo, he did that. Also, Ty Dillinger is on SmackDown brand. Ten, 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 ten. And it was. It, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I'm like, every year he's in the Royal Rumble. He has to enter at the 10th spot, right? Like, he cannot enter at 20 or 9 or like 23 or 20. He has to enter at 10, right? This guy, he's every time. So, like, yo, finally, Ty, he's up there. Uh, Yo, shut the fuck up, David Otunga. When this man tried to say he trained Ty Dillinger, get out of here, <laughs> Dude, you what, bruh? Nobody believes you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So um, and then AJ Styles and Shane McMahon's they had, it's not excuse me, not Shane McMahon's. Shane McMahon had a moment of respect where they shook hands, and Shay J's like, "Don't trade me because I built this damn house, and be damned if I'm gonna see anyone else build this house." So, that was SmackDown. All right. So, you can find us on the Twitters at Slam Bros Pod. Hit it up on there with any questions. 
Oh, we need a question of the week. Tell us your favorite moment of WrestleMania, least favorite moment of WrestleMania. Are you excited to see Roman main event next year's WrestleMania? Let us know. What's up in the comments? Yo, hit us at, at Slamrose Pod. You can find me, Bowman12L, at Bowman12L. Same on Instagram. Uh, Illo, where can the folks find you at? At YC on Twitter, at YCTheChamp on Instagram, at Champ on the Twitter with my main man, Charlie Sheen. Definitely check out SoundCloud.com, Charlie and the Champ. And uh, yeah, you know, you can always find me with my, my partner in crime, Bowman, on the Slam Bro Show. Uh, also, as a reminder to the good folks, the people, if you listen to the podcast on fanbros.com, yes, it's fanbros.com, uh, like, share, tell a friend, tell a friend, there's a bonus match of the week on the post. So, you know, you can the, listen to wrestling while watch wrestling. It's a wonderful experience. We'll see y'all next time.